a danger or sword. As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we come to you, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. As we have come together in your presence, we pray that you would speak to us, Lord. We pray that you'll open our eyes of understanding to, Lord, listen to your word and to understand your word, to study your word and for your word to be the bread of life for us this morning. We pray that you will enlighten our hearts and our minds and we pray that you will inspire our hearts to change and to, Lord, grow and to build our lives on the word of God. We pray that you will speak to us, that your name be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Paul the Apostle uh, had literally had all of these experiences that he's, uh, he has mentioned here in verse number 35. When he says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And he lists several things that he has gone through in his life. And he continues to go through. Shall trouble or hardship, persecution or famine, nakedness or danger or sword. These are all the several things that he has actually been through. He has faced troubles. He has faced shipwrecks. He has faced famines. He has faced hunger, thirst being open at sea, uh, gone through shipwreck, name it, everything. He has been through all of these kinds of things. But yet, the love that he had for God is not shaken. And so in the end of his journey, he concludes by saying, I have fought a good fight. I have run the race. I have finished well. But now there is in store for me a crown of righteousness that the Lord will give to me on that day. Now, it was not a statement that he said only at the end of his life, but even through the journey of his life, you see this is how he actually lived, that at any given time, he would say that the love of Christ, the love of Christ in me, and the love of Christ, a love that I have for Christ, just does not change at all. You see him after being beaten and bruised and thrown into the prison, He's singing there with Silas, hymns to God, glorifying God, worshipping the Lord. So that love of God never changed. It was not only in the high moments of his life, it was also in the real hardships, pain and suffering. And sometimes that can be a real struggle for us to pray, to worship, to sing when we go through tough times. But for him it never changed. But he was truly... Finishing well, at finally when he said, I've fought a good fight, I've kept the faith, I've run the race that the Lord had for me. He truly won his race. But if you look at the kind of race that he ran, it didn't look so much like he was actually winning. It more looked like he was losing. If you're re really winning in the, in the eyes of the world... Winning should be where you are constantly growing in your position in life. Winning should be where you are constantly growing in your influence or greatness. You are constantly growing in your 
financial capacity you're constantly growing in your health you're constantly growing in your uh, in expanding in whatever you're doing you're constantly earning more reputation a greater attention from people and that would say oh you're winning he's a he's someone who's winning but he would if you ask you know apostle paul he would say i'm winning when i'm losing when i'm losing in the sight of the world i'm winning he did not even consider his life as a matter you know of uh, any worth he says if i'm alive uh, you know it's for your benefit but if i die i gain for him the whole perspective of his life was so different the way he thought about life the way he processed life the way he looked at you know life was very different from the way we would look at life and the reason why we get so depressed or upset very often is because we look at life with a world perspective but this biblical perspective that you see here is you actually win when you lose you actually live when you die <laughs> isn't it amazing that it's so paradoxical it's so much as if it is contradictory it is not contradictory but it is so paradoxical biblical way of life and principles are so paradoxical when you humble yourself you're exalted when you lose you gain when you die you live when you serve like a servant you actually lead when you are the last you are the first these are biblical principles when you do good to evil you win over evil when you are meek you inherit the earth when you give it is given to you when you are merciful you are shown mercy when you are patient it develops your character when you repent you find rest when you forgive you are forgiven when you mourn you are comforted if you are looked at to be foolish in the eyes of the world you are wise in the sight of god because he confound he confound he would confound the foolish with the wisdom of god the wise are put to shame they are really foolish the world the world is foolish but the wise of the world those who think they are wise in the world are confounded by the foolishness that is in us as we follow god when we are weak we are strong that's the way the world uh, is different from the biblical principles and the way of life in this world the world is very different we we find a different philosophy we find a different perspective in the world but the philosophy the principles of scriptures and of christ is very unique and different it's so paradoxical it looks to uh, it looks like you know it doesn't sound like wisdom it doesn't sound like greatness it doesn't sound like something amazing it doesn't sound like something great it sounds so foolish it sounds so uh, unreasonable it sounds so illogical but that is what becomes wisdom in the sight of god that is what becomes greatness that is what becomes something wonderful we gain and so he speaks about so much of all the hardships he speaks of all of that but at the end of it he says oh i want it <laughs> there's a crown of righteousness that is in store for me 
it looked like it looked like he was losing the whole time it looked like he wasn't so much winning and so much great he was not gaining popularity among the jewish elders the the pharisees the leaders people hated him people persecuted him but he was winning in the sight of god and so this morning i want to speak to us about finishing by winning we we finishing a year in the next few weeks we will finish this year and move into another year but you see from the life of apostle paul he finished well he won it all <laughs> hallelujah and so it's important that we finish by winning as we close a year and move into another year it's important that we look back into this year and see uh, have i won have i been winning through this year and this should also set a goal for our lives that we want to finish by winning <laughs> but winning in the sight of god not winning in the standards by the standards of the world the standards of the world are far different so different from the standards that god sets the whole idea of life the whole philosophy of life the whole way of life is completely different when you look at scriptures but these are men who finished well these are men who could at the end of their lives they could look back and say i have fought a good fight i have run the race i have kept the faith and they had this great assurance they could look forward to and say i i have in store for me this crown of righteousness there's a crown there's a reward that is awaiting me hallelujah as we are closing on this year can we look back and say yes i have done this year really well i've run really well this year can we just reflect back not to feel bad not to feel sorry not to feel discouraged or disappointed that thinking that i didn't do well this year but if that can really stir us to do well next year so that at the end of the next year we can say i'm finishing by winning hallelujah hallelujah i want to finish by winning people in the world may think that i'm losing people in the world may think that i'm weak people in the world may think that you know i'm not good enough people may judge you people may accuse you people may find fault with you people may think that you are of substandard level that you're not grown much you're not doing well in life people might actually think that you know you're not earning well you're not having enough you don't seem to be you know really spiritual enough people may judge you by your externals by the way you look by your hairstyle by the way you talk by the way you walk and people may think that and and assume all kinds of things about you but in the sight of god if we can be winning that's more than enough hallelujah and that's what we want that's what i want hallelujah if we can finish by winning and there were so many challenges that he faced but he was able to win over all of those challenges he was able to win over all of those hurdles he was able to win over all of those struggles that he was facing it looked like all of these the description of the struggles the problems the challenges that he faced it looked like it was all you know on the negative side <laughs> so much of losing so much of not having you know something that people would applaud 
he wasn't having a palatial palace he was not living a royal life like a king he was not having chariots and horses <laughs> and so people in the sight of people in the judgment of people it would look like he wasn't gaining anything but he was actually winning but in all of these he says in verse number uh, 37 38 all of that towards 39 for i am convinced that neither uh, sorry no in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us in all of these things in in the sight of the world which it looks like everything is a loss everything is you know going from bad to worse everything is just life has become so horrible so pathetic full of suffering full of agony and pain but in the midst of all of this no we are more than conquerors he says he says no we are more than conquerors in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us because of who we believe in because of who we follow because of the master who himself has conquered conquered everything the master himself who came suffered and lay down his life and because we who are his children his followers his disciples we also live his kind of a life and just as he conquered we will also conquer hallelujah and there were many things that came in his way that hindered him of course these sufferings that he has listed and there are many other things as well many other battles he had to fight and in this life we will have these battles but in all of these battles we are more than conquerors we fight the battle from the point a standpoint of being a conqueror from the standpoint of being a winner Hallelujah. We fight the battles of life. We face the challenges of life. We face the sufferings of life from being at a standpoint of being a winner. Hallelujah. Just remember, you know, it's not like any other fight in this world where only at the end of the battle you will know who will win or lose. But I believe for every child of God, you're already destined to be a winner. Hallelujah. because the ultimate victory has been won on the cross of calvary and so you and i have just this work of enforcing and maintaining that victory over our lives claiming that victory over our lives believing that victory over our lives and walking in that victory hallelujah and that's why the scripture wants us to walk by faith not by sight hallelujah And so some of the battles that Paul the apostle fought let me talk to us about a few of them just for us to know how he was able to win over all of these and this is something that could encourage us and also help us to win so that we can finish by winning and this year if you've been winning all of these areas of life you need to just celebrate and maybe some of those areas maybe you thought you actually lost probably you might at the end of this message realize that you actually won <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's go through a few of these. 1 Thessalonians in chapter 2 and verses 17 and 18. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verses 17 and 18. Dear brothers and sisters, when we were when we were often by being separated from you for a short time in person not in thought. Out of our intense longing we made every effort to see you. For we wanted to come to you, certainly I Paul did again and again, but Satan blocked our way. one of the greatest of the apostles who wrote most of the new testament was blocked 
His way was blocked. By whom? Satan. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, 17 and 18. We wanted to make it to you. Why? Because when the gospel had been preached to the people at the city of Thessalonica and they had received the gospel, then later on, persecution came. And in fact, even the preaching of the gospel itself was in the midst of persecution and opposition. But the gospel was preached and the people received the gospel. But persecution came more and more. And so Paul the apostle was so worried if all of his hard work would go in vain. The work of sharing the gospel and discipling them and raising them up, you know, to become children of God. If all of that faith in them would be snuffed out by the opposition. And so he was concerned, but he wanted to go and visit them and encourage them in the faith to ensure that they are continuing in the faith. But Satan blocked our way, he says. And so constantly whenever he wanted to go, Satan kept blocking. Have you faced anything like that in your life where Satan blocked your way? Satan blocked your blessing? Satan blocked your progress? Satan blocked you from doing what God wanted you to do? Hindrance after hindrance? Problem after problem? Sickness after sickness? Some form of hindrance the devil kept throwing at you? Paul the apostle faced it. Satan blocked away. But look at it in chapter 3 and verses 1 to 3. In the same book, same letter of Apostle Paul to the church at Thessalonica, chapter 3 and verses 1 to 3. So when we could stand it no longer, we thought it best to be left by ourselves in Athens. Oh, we, we, we couldn't stand it. We wanted to come to you. We wanted to make sure that you are, the faith in you is not gone. That you will not be unsettled by all of these oppositions. That's what he says. So we could stand it no longer. We thought it best to be left by ourselves in Athens. We sent Timothy, who is our brother and co-worker in God's service, in spreading the gospel of Christ to strengthen and encourage you in your faith. So that no one would be unsettled by these trials. The biggest fear, the biggest worry that he had was that these trials would come and unsettle them in their faith in Christ. That they would lose their faith in God. And so he wanted to go, you know, several times. But Satan kept blocking the way. But they didn't give up. Hallelujah. And maybe this year you had times where you were blocked by the devil. You had hindrances. You have problems. You have sickness. You had all kinds of challenges. Financial needs. One after the other. Challenge after challenge. And Satan kept blocking you. Hindering you. But maybe you still pushed through. Here the Apostle Paul said, even if I'm not going to make it, I'm going to send Timothy. Timothy is like his own son, whom he had raised up to be part of this apostolic team that would progress the gospel from place to place. And, as a, and Timothy was sent there. He did not give up. Apostle Paul did not get discouraged. Apostle Paul did not give up and say, throw up his hands in the air and say, I walk away. You know, I can't do anything. All of my efforts are going in vain. Everywhere I preach the gospel, there is persecution. Everywhere I preach the gospel, Satan is coming and attacking people. And every time I want to go, the devil is blocking me. He didn't allow hindrances to discourage him. He overcame all of them. Hallelujah. And maybe in this year, you had hindrances in your life. And you overcame every one of them. You had to struggle through it. You had to push through it. 
you had to fight against it you had to stand up against it it was difficult for you every time that you had to face a situation it was difficult for you every time that you had to take the next step maybe it was so burdensome but yet god made you to go through all of those things hallelujah if you've been through all of it uh, ron kenolly one of the very popular worship leaders of our times wrote a song which says if you catch hell don't hold it but if you're going through hell don't stop go ahead if you catch hell don't hold it if you're going through hell don't stop if you catch hell don't hold it if you're going through hell don't stop come on sing it if you catch hell don't hold it if you're going through hell don't stop snap your fingers if you catch hell don't hold it if you're going through hell don't stop what do you do now go ahead 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 if you catch hell don't hold it if you're going through hell don't stop sing it if you catch hell don't hold it if you're going through hell don't stop come on if you catch hell don't hold it if you're going through hell don't stop what do you do now go ahead 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 hallelujah amen because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world come on uh, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world what do you do now go ahead 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 hallelujah in this year if you have been going through hallelujah and you had to tell yourself i have to go ahead you've been a winner hallelujah hallelujah maybe you had to cry through your way <laughs> maybe you had to limp through your way <laughs> maybe you had to you know uh, fumble through your words as you spoke <laughs> but you have been winning hallelujah hallelujah you've been you're going to finish by winning amen we are finishing by winning if you if satan had been blocking you if satan had been hindering you and satan had been challenging you and satan had been crushing you and satan has been pushing you down but if you've been going through it all and you've been going through hallelujah if you come through all of those you walk through the fire but it has not burnt you you've been through the waters but it has not drowned you and that is because you've been a winner hallelujah that's that has been so because the lord has been by your side would you turn with me to 1st Timothy in chapter number 4 1st Timothy chapter number 4 check check oh sorry 2nd Timothy 2nd Timothy in chapter number 4 in verse number 14 apostle paul says alexander the metal worker did me a great deal of harm alexander the metal worker did me a great deal of harm the lord will repay him for what he has done Verse 15 you too should be on your guard against him because he strongly opposed our message Paul is writing to Timothy now Timothy has been sent to Ephesus to set in order the church in Ephesus and the some of the issues with the leadership and the teaching there 
and so he is cautioning Timothy and he is saying Timothy when you are there be careful this Alexander did me a great deal of harm be on your guard against him because he strongly opposed our message verse 16 at my defense at my first defense no one came to my support oh nobody stood with me is there somebody who says no one stands with me no one understands me no one you know understands that i have a good heart that i have been having good intentions nobody understands that you know i am not bad as they think nobody understands no one came to my first my first to my for my defense no one came to my support but everyone deserted me but may it not be held against them verse 17 but the lord stood at my side hallelujah satan would have been opposing you people might have been opposing you but the lord has stood by our side have you experienced in this year the lord standing by your side when you face challenges and hindrances hallelujah because the lord stood at your side you could go ahead hallelujah that's why you have come through all this while hallelujah hallelujah praise the lord you might have faced all kinds of challenges and needs even in the middle of the night i remember this week brother anthony was texting at 2 30 in the morning oh daughter is sick please pray for her challenges in the night in the day you know it might have kept you through sleepless nights but but the lord has stood by our side and given us strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and the gentiles might hear it and i was delivered from the lion's mouth hallelujah the lion is the devil comes like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour he wanted to devour our lives he thought he could finish us this year but he couldn't finish you hallelujah hallelujah he was delivered from the lion's mouth satan came to block again and again i was delivered from the lion's mouth this was a real experience for the apostle paul and the lord will rescue me from every evil attack this was the hope for the future also because the lord had rescued me from the devil's attack time and time and again i know that the lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom to him be glory forever and ever he knew he will bring me safely i will finish by winning that's what he was saying. Hallelujah. He will ultimately bring me safely to his eternal kingdom. I will finish by winning. Tell your neighbor, slap your neighbor and say, you will finish by winning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't look so discouraged this morning. You will finish by winning. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This morning, you know, we want to thank God looking back and saying, yes, we are finishing this year and we are finishing by winning. Amen. Hallelujah. Nobody should move into next year saying, I've been losing all this while. It may lo have looked like you've been losing. It might have looked like you have suffered loss. But you are, going to be, you are finishing by winning because you push through. Hallelujah. You've come through. Hallelujah. you walk through the fire, but you've come through. You've been through hell, but you've come through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're finishing by winning this morning. And so let's thank God. Let's rejoice this morning because every hindrance from the devil has given you an opportunity to finish by winning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sets you on a pace of winning because there is no victory without a battle. Amen. Hallelujah. There's no winner without a fight. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. And this is what gives us the encouragement to know that we will finish, continually finish by winning. Hallelujah. Year after year, we will finish by winning. And there were other things that he had to fight with. 
it was one side the devil the satan and on the other hand it was some people even within the household of god who were you know who were against him who were against the work that he was doing and that was a challenge second corinthians chapter 11 second corinthians and chapter number 11 verses 3 and 4 this was firstly it was the devil and secondly it was deception he was fighting against deception falsehood false ideas that were being propagated and he had to fight against that as well in second corinthians chapter 11 verses 3 and 4 he says but i am afraid that just as he was deceived by the serpent's cunning your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to christ you see again a big worry you think that apostle paul never had any worries in life <laughs> Yes he was doing signs and wonders and miracles. Yes he was raising the dead if somebody fell off the uh, you know window when he was preaching through the night. Yes he could do that but he himself was living a real life. Just because somebody does miracles just because somebody is used powerfully by God does not mean that they escape trials. Sometimes they are the ones who are the suffering the most. And fighting the greatest battles. Because the devil knows that they are making others win. <laughs> and they are invading into his kingdom and and plundering people from hell and so the devil is very angry against whatever they do and so the devil stands up against them the devil hinders against them and the devil brings in deception deception is another battle that he had to fight and so just as he was deceived by the again this is the devil's work it was a serpent's cunning that deceived eve and continues to deceive people even today your minds you know i am afraid but i am afraid just as he was deceived by the serpent's cunning your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to christ a genuine man of god will have that fear an anxiety a concern that the devil will not come and deceive people because the spirits of deception i have been unleashed by all hell to deceive people and take them away into false teachings today you find all kinds of false teachings that keep emerging false spirits that keep operating in in the in the inside the churches among the people of god and that is deceiving people and 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 confusing whole households as apostle paul writes in titus and in verse number 4 for if someone comes to you and preaches a jesus other than the jesus we preached or if you receive a different spirit from the spirit you received or a different gospel from the one you accepted you put up with it easily enough these corinthians were easily deceived by other spirits were easily deceived by other teachings the spirit of deception was working and the spirit of deception continues to work against the body of christ planting weeds among the grain among the wheat constantly planting deceptive things and that confuses people that takes people away from the right teachings of scripture that takes people away from the right spirit of god there's a show of godliness without the power of god there's a show of some kind of gifts of the spirit but there is no true spirit of god and people get deceived because it looks like the original very often the what is fake what is counterfeit it looks so much like the original if there is something totally opposite if 200 rupee notes are t- orange in color if somebody printed red color bills everybody will know that this is fake but if somebody does something exactly the same 
very difficult to find out it's only the cashiers you know have the skill to identify them even as they count so quickly you know multiple notes in a second but in in split second they know that this is a fake note they can pull one out of several thousands of notes they count how is that possible because they're so familiar with the original and when it's a counterfeit they know it but the counterfeit looks so much like the original and nobody will know that it is counterfeit and that's the way it, the devil is working in the in the lives of people that is the way the devil works among people of god and so apostle paul had to fight this battle of deception and he goes on to say in verses 12 to 15 and i will keep on doing what i am doing in order to cut the ground from those from under those who want an opportunity to be considered equal with us in the things they boast about because there were some false apostles who were bringing some false you know teachings and and some of them who were also you know manifesting the gifts and all of that and in imitating the real holy spirit and the people at the church in corinth were being deceived by them and so apostle and they were claiming to be apostles as well and they were claiming to be church leaders as well they had apostolic authority and they were trying to you know discredit the work of apostle paul and his teaching and so apostle paul says i'm continuing to do what i am doing in order to cut the ground from under those who want an opportunity to be considered equal with us in the things they boast about verse 14 and 15 for such people are false apostles deceitful workers masquerading as apostles of christ and no wonder for satan himself masquerades as an angel of light it is not surprising then if his servants also masquerade as servants of righteousness their end will be what their actions deserve And so here is another fight the fight of deception the fight of falsehood and this you find outside also in the world as we in our workplaces in the people we mix with all kinds of deceptive spirits that are operating people who come to deceive us people take us for a ride people give us an impression false impressions and we believe them and we are deceived and we are fooled and we are cheated so often everywhere you turn it is lies and deception nobody speaks the truth anymore nobody comes through honest anymore even if you have to buy a product or even if you you know asking somebody for some information they give false information they give a false impression and then you buy it you spend your money on it you spend your energy on it and then you find that all your energy all your efforts everything that you did has gone a waste it happens in workplace it happens in school it happens in college it happens in the neighborhood it happens in the society it happens with authorities you deal with spirits of deception are operating it happens even among those who claim to be apostles who claim to be you know men and women of god who claim to speak in tongues who claim to be baptized and full of the holy spirit they come and deceive people false prophecies they come to say oh you know there is something here something there you know this is uh, you know they see a demon behind every bush and they will come to as if they have come to drive out those demons and then keep extracting money and for the sake of personal gain they keep doing those things and they will not give sound teaching that will actually help someone be delivered and they would not help the person to be empowered by the spirit by themselves so that they can resist the devil but they would say i have some special superpowers 
to do this for you give me a day give me a time come to this place do this do that there's something under your cot <laughs> this is how people are being deceived and so the apostle paul was fighting this and how can we fight this deceptions deceptive spirits it can happen to you when you're dealing with people outside you know people uh, who come to you as clients people who come to you as those who will give you a service it can happen anywhere in 1st corinthians chapter 12 and verse 10 one of the gifts of the holy spirit is the gift of discernment the spirit of discernment the one way you and i can deal with the uh, deception is to have discernment and so if we have to truly win in this life if we have to truly win we need the spirit of discernment to fight against the deceptions and apostle paul was very you know quick to call out these deceptions and so in many of the letters he writes he would write challenging the false teachings he would he even went on to name the false teachers were teaching these false teachings remember these are you know people who call themselves to be men and women of god these are not uh, you know uh, satan worshipers <laughs> these are people who are carrying a bible these are people who are walking you know along with other believers these are people who are preaching the gospel these are people who are prophesying these are people who are doing signs and wonders and miracles and they were deceiving by false teachings they were deceiving because they had false spirits in them and how can you fight this battle it's when you and i have the spirit of discernment in chapter 14 of first corinthians read verse 29 this is what he says as an advice counsel to the church first corinthians 14 and verse 29 two or three prophets should speak and the others should weigh carefully what is said two or three prophets should speak and others should carefully weigh what is said the mature among us should be able to weigh and see and discern is this from the spirit of god is this in alignment to scriptures is this the right spirit is this a right teaching is this a right counsel we need the spirit of discernment and so when you're walking in life in this world we will fight the battle of deceptions falsehood because the world has everything which is contrary to the truth and false spirits are at work to somehow trap us to somehow make us to fall to somehow keep us from finishing well somehow keep us from winning so we need the spirit of god the spirit of dis- discernment to identify these false spirits to identify false teachings and it's important that we are in the community of God's people where we come together and pray together and are filled with the spirit of God and the mature among us will also be able to weigh what is being taught what is being preached what is being uh, uh counseled what is being you know prophesied so that we will all be in alignment to scriptures and have the right spirit of god that we will not allow the 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 angel of light the false spirits the deceptive spirits to rise up hallelujah some people have attempted sometimes to stand up and prophesy and not of the spirit of god but of a different spirit 
and quickly some of the wise some of the mature would be were able to discern and say this is not a right spirit this word is not from god and today you have self proclaimed prophets and all preachers and all kinds of people everybody who carries a bible has become a self proclaimed man or woman of god and they go about upsetting whole households by saying things that they not ought not to say which is things that are not in accordance with sound doctrine and some of them are very popular as well but bring forth many false teachings false ideas if you give so much of money you will get five different blessings one cannot buy blessings by giving money of course god honors giving give and it will come back to you it's a biblical principle but if you give 100 dollars you will get five different kinds of blessings if you give 52 dollars you will get this blessing these are the false teachings these are the false ideas by which people are being deceived in the world and i thank god for pastor benny in who actually recanted publicly those false teachings that he was preaching for so many decades because he openly got up and said i have been deceiving people i have been manipulating by asking people to give money and saying promising that these are blessings that you will receive in exchange for this amount of money that you give to god and if you give to my ministry and he publicly recanted and saying this was wrong it was a false idea which is not scripturally right you see that's how it can be so deceptive even to the highest level even to a global level people can be deceived by false ideas which are not in accordance to scriptures and that's where we need the spirit of discernment to fight these battles hallelujah you know how many people have given and given and given and never got any blessing so many people they believed it so badly they thought in 7 days as they said in 7 days you'll get seven blessings in 7 days nothing happened in the sovereign will of god maybe it would take 7 years for a breakthrough <laughs> and god would be shaping and molding that person's life in the whole process and shaping their lives and building them up in 7 days those seven blessings did not come because they gave that 70 you get what i'm talking about how these false spirits these false ideas these false teachings can invade and and confuse people but the bible speaks about even if we give a cup of cold water to the least of these because he is my disciple he will not go without a reward hallelujah amen that's the biblical principle even if you give a small thing that two small last coins that widow put in the temple jesus saw that and honored her remember she did not become rich overnight <laughs> but that's the kind of a promise that is given by many people who give this false ideas that if you give 70 dollars you get seven blessings in seven days but that's like doing business with god that's like buying some blessings that's like lottery ticket you buy it for 100 rupees you'll get one 1 lakh jackpot no that's not biblical whether god might give it return in money god might return, give it return in honor god might give it return in terms of spiritual growth how god will give you back is not our business he is a giver he will always give he has been giving always amen 
Hallelujah. And he meets our needs. Even before we ask, he knows what we need. And so we can never buy God's gifts and blessings by money. Amen. You see, that whole false idea that if I give, I will get. Yes, we will get. But it's not in proportion to the amount that you give. If you give more, you will get more. It's about being a cheerful giver. It's not in the quantum. Hallelujah. It's not in the quantum of money that we give to God. And so these kinds of false ideas have come and invaded the church. It, those kinds of, many kinds of false teachings and false spirits were operating in the church at Corinth. And Paul had to fight it. He was so afraid. It says, I'm afraid that just as he was deceived, that your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. And so will I also keep cautioning us about these false teachings and false ideas that are scripturally not right. And he came out so publicly and said it so wonderfully saying that I've been deceiving, manipulating people so badly and that's not pleasing to God. And I don't want to go on the last day and stand before God and put my head down in shame. Hallelujah. What a wonderful turnaround. Amen. Praise God for that. Good to, it's good to, you know, come back to the right track than to finish on the wrong track. Amen? Hallelujah. And so we need a spirit of discernment. Spirit of discernment to know what is right and wrong. What is good and evil. To discern the hearts and the minds of people. To discern the intentions of the people's hearts. And maybe this year, you had those challenges where you could have been deceived so badly, but God just rescued you. Hallelujah. Amen. The spirits of deception would have taken control out of in desperate moments. Sometimes we are driven to a place where we can find some other alternative way to fix our problems. And can be deceived by a false teaching or a false spirit or somebody who is a deceptive person who can come and hijack us so easily who can hijack our life, who can start manipulating us, who can start dominating us, who can start controlling us, who can start intimidating us. But thank God because God kept us away from those spirits of deception. Hallelujah. Thank God because we are in the, walking in the truth. Amen. Hallelujah. God has preserved us in the truth. God has preserved us in sound doctrine. God has preserved us in good fellowship. God has preserved our lives. Hallelujah. We need to thank God for that. Because many have fallen away because they got deceived. Deceived to commit sin. Deceived into false teachings. Deceived into false spirits as well. Hallelujah. And so this morning we thank God because God has kept us with the spirit of discernment. He has preserved our lives and protected and guarded us. That we didn't get deceived. And sometimes in the decisions we were about to make. Maybe we could have been deceived. And somebody said, oh, this is so wonderful. This is so good. Choose this, choose that. And maybe somebody else chose that and it worked for them. And maybe we got deceived in thinking, oh, if I also do what they did, I might also get what they got. But maybe that was not what God had in store for you. Thank God you didn't get deceived and go their way. Hallelujah. Do you get what I'm talking about this morning? Amen. Thank God you were led by the Holy Spirit. Thank God you were led by sound teaching of scriptures. Thank God you were protected by the fellowship of the people of God. 
and that you didn't fall away from the fellowship of the household of God and get deceived by false teachings and false spirits and deceptive people hallelujah amen can we thank god for that because that is something that will enable us to finish well amen many began well but did not finish well they started a holy life they finished a sinful life they started in sound doctrine but they ended up in false doctrine they started up with the holy spirit but ended up with a false spirit they started up in a good church they ended up in a cult they started up in the faith they ended up marrying an unbeliever many could would not be able to look back and say i have been winning this year hallelujah we are finishing by winning because the spirit of god gave us discernment every time we prayed every time we leaned on god's leading every time we depended on his counsel every time we depended on wise counsel from the people of god around us god kept us and preserved us from being deceived and so we are finishing by winning and not have fallen into the deceptions of the devil hallelujah hallelujah do you see that as a victory over your life amen hallelujah just imagine if you were deceived the best part or the or, or sorry more than saying the best part the sad part <laughs> the saddest part of being deceived is that the one who is deceived does not know that he is deceived the saddest part of deception is the one who is deceived will not know that they have been deceived let me quickly show you a verse and we will close Psalm 26 Oh sorry 36 Psalm 36 Verse 1 to 4 I have a message from God in my heart concerning the sinfulness of the wicked. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Verse 2, watch this. In their own eyes they flatter themselves too much to detect or hate their sin. Can we read that again? Verse 2. In their own eyes they flatter themselves too much to detect or hate their sin. They look their whole perspective is so colored that they don't realize that there is a colored lens in front of their eyes they flatter themselves in their own eyes what i think is right what i am saying is right what i know is right what i am believing is right they are flattering themselves and everybody else is wrong and what their hearts desires are have become so great their passions their lust their sinfulness their greed what has come to deceive them has taken over their eyes so much their minds so much they've been captivated by it so much that everybody is able to say that they see that they are on the wrong path except them everybody is able to see there is a pit before them but they cannot see it what a pathetic state it would be if there is a pit before us 
everybody can see but we can't see it and we are walking towards it what a sad danger it would be everybody can see everybody is shouting everybody is saying there is a pit but we say no there is no pit because we just don't see it that is deception you get what i'm talking about verse 2 in their own eyes they flatter themselves too much they flatter themselves too much to detect their detect or hate their sin verse 3 the words of their mouth are wicked and deceitful they fail to act wisely or do good even on their beds they plot evil they commit themselves to a sinful course and do not reject what is wrong the point is they're doing all of this but they don't know that they're doing what they're doing they simply do not know what they're doing they cannot detect it they cannot identify where they are they do not identify that they have slipped away they they not identify that they have fallen they have not identified they cannot identify that they are actually caught in a trap they cannot identify that they cannot move forward they have been deceived thank god we are not deceived this morning hallelujah the spirit of discernment god gave us the spirit of god cautioned us warned us kept us protected us the lord guided our steps the lord the lord kept us from being deceived by others and thankfully we are finishing this year by winning hallelujah because many have not kept themselves from being deceived they have been deceived and they did not know that they had got deceived shall we thank god this morning and praise and worship god for how the lord has led us the devil came to hinder us but the lord helped us to win over the devil deceptive spirits deceptive teachings deceptive people came around us but the lord has kept us from being deceived hallelujah would you thank god this morning Would you praise God? Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Worship you Jesus. Thank you Father. Thank you Lord. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Master. Hallelujah. Oh, we worship you Jesus. Lord, we worship you. Holy Spirit, we worship you. Oh God, we thank you for you have enabled us to finish this year by winning, Lord. What we thought was like losing, Lord. what we thought was like we were on a loss what looked like we were suffering what looked like there was great pain what looked like you know we were in this devil's trap and that we could never get out of it hallelujah we thank you because you enabled us to walk through it lord hallelujah thank you jesus but thank you also that you kept us from being deceived oh father hallelujah praise you lord so many things that would have deceived us so many things that would put us in a trap so many things that could have made us fall so many things that would that could have blinded our eyes the devil could have come and blinded us as the devil blinded eve's eyes hallelujah remember they were sinless beings adam and eve were deceived by the devil hallelujah and that's what the devil continues to do he's the father of lies he's a liar and a father of lies the bible says but thank god the lord has kept us from the liar and the father of lies hallelujah would you thank god for it hallelujah thank you jesus and that should also encourage us that in the coming year oh god that we will continue to win lord
over the devil and over every deception of father hallelujah deceptions of people who lord put on lord sheeps lord wolves who come in sheeps clothing lord with false teachings with false ideas with false impressions with false spirits operating oh master protect us lord we pray protect us lord we thank you for enabling us to come to the end of this year in the next few weeks even as we going to finish this year lord we want to look back and say lord thank you lord for enabling me to finish by winning lord hallelujah 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 praise you thank you jesus can we just lift our voices and just say one thank you to jesus hallelujah one big thank you to jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus oh thank you jesus thank you lord you kept us from the devil you kept us from deceptions oh things that lord we could have lost lord lord the even the capacity to detect that we were wrong hallelujah and if we are blinded in some way oh master or if we are blindsided by somebody else oh god we pray that lord you will keep us from such deceptions oh father that we will not be deceived in any way that we will not get carried away by something or somebody or by the devil oh master thank you lord protect us protect us protect every family protect every person protect everyone under the blood of jesus under the blood of jesus from the devil and from every spirit of deception hallelujah let your name be glorified bless everyone we pray that everyone will lord continue to lord win in their lives oh master win over everything that in all these things that we shall be more than conquerors at your word as your word says bless everybody we give you all the glory in jesus name we pray amen